Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. We are so hyped up today for no particular reason. So, first of all, I wanted to apologize for slacking with the podcast. Your boy has been super busy writing a bunch of essays, stressing out about, you know, the future, and obsessing over the possibility that I may have traversed into an alternate universe, but that's a discussion for another day. But anyhow, (laughs) we got a super cool poem for y'all today. A short one, too. So this poem is called To the Virgins to Make Much of Time, which I suppose is a bit of an unfortunate title to have now, but, you know, back in the day, saying things like having a title like that, you know, was completely chill. And I don't really know if he's referring to sex exactly, but we'll we'll dive into that soon. Um, So this poem was written by Robert Herrick. He was a 17th century English lyric poet and cleric. He is best known for a book called Hesperides, a book of poems. Um, So his poems have like a lot of the same theme, which is Carpe Diem, which we will talk about um, in just a second. So I picked this poem because I was watching the movie Dead Poets Society um, not too long ago. And for those of you who have never watched it, it's a movie about a group of guys and they go to they go to a super private like boarding school and their school it's an all male school but too by the way so their school is super strict um super hard and um you know it's run by a bunch of old white men and you know all these characters pretty much have a hard time you know like they're literally studying 24/7 um you know they they have to join all these do all these extracurriculars and pretty much have all these crazy expectations because you know it's a it's a boarding school there's higher expectations per se you know their parents are either rich or they're spending a lot of money for them to go to a school like that and but at the same time there's also uh like I mentioned uh those high expectations and you know one of the main characters he has a whole issue with his dad because his dad is like pretty controlling in his life and like doesn't want him to do anything he doesn't approve, you know, like in one of the opening scenes that his dad literally goes to visit him and says, hey, you need to uh, stop writing for the school newspaper <laughs> and like join this other thing, um, you know, so that is really effective. And this character, he struggles to defy him, you know, even though he should defy him because he should live his own life and find his own path. But this is a common thing among all, amongst all the characters in which they have a hard time figuring out what they really want because all their lives revolve around is school. Just school, 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 24-7. You know, it's a super tough school with uptight people. And, you know, funny enough, there was one sequence early in the movie where when the characters were going through their classes, and I think they were in, like, their chemistry class, and their teacher, from on the first day, gives them a semester-long project, and then for that night's homework, gives them, like, 30 homework problems. And you're just like, damn, that shit's a cane, bro. I mean, that's, like college-level work, probably even, I mean, maybe in some cases harder than college-level work, and these guys are still supposed to be high schoolers. But and but then, you know, they, they go to their poetry class, who is taught by a really interesting teacher. Now, this teacher is played by the late, great Robin Williams. May he rest in peace. And 
the opening scene with this class is really interesting because the characters are just sitting down, waiting, and then Robin Williams just kind of comes out of nowhere, walks by all of them, and then exits the classroom. And then all the students are just like, what? What's going on? And then Robin Williams pokes his head in and says, well, come on. And then they all go outside, and that's how they spend their first class outside of the actual classroom. So it's clear that he has some unorthodox methods. For one, you know, he, he makes them rip out their pages from the textbook. He, you know, they go outside for class. He makes them do, like, a bunch of really weird things. Like, I think there was one scene where they were just, like, walking in a circle, and somehow that was inspiring them. It's an unusual class, but it's different from what they're used to. And it starts to really inspire the, the students, you know? They, their teacher emphasizes this idea of carpe diem, which I'm sure you are all familiar with. It basically means seize the day. Because again, these students are just letting other people tell them what to do instead of what they want to do. And slowly but surely, you know, they all start to seize the day. For example, one of the characters starts to pursue his acting passion. And then, you know, another character, he falls in love with the girl and writes a poem for her. You know, I can relate to that <laughs> and tells her how he feels, you know, things like that. And so with the poem I'm going to share with you guys, the To the Virgins, To Make Much of Time, is one of the poems that's featured in this. And it has that theme of carpe diem. Because, you know, right now, as we're nearing the end of 2020, it can be hard to seize a day. So I think a nice little reminder of this um, is in order. So, you know, without further ado, let's read the poem. So this is To the Virgins, To Make Much of Time by Robert Herrick. Gather ye rosebuds while ye may, old time is still a-flying, and this same flower that smiles today, tomorrow will be dying. The glorious lamp of heaven, the sun, the higher he's a-getting, the sooner will his race be run, and nearer he's to setting. That age is best, which is the first, when youth and blood are warmer, but being spent, the worst and worst time still succeed the former. Then be not coy, but use your time, and while you may, go marry, for having lost but once your prime, you may forever tarry. So that's it. That's the poem. Really short one. Um, again, the message is really obvious. It's just saying, like, go live your life, you know, from the first... Well, at the title, you know, it says to the virgins to make much of time. I don't know if he's, I'm assuming he is referring to like literal virgins, like, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if he's also doing like some wordplay where he just means like people who like maybe are virgins of life who like maybe have just let life pass them by. I don't know. I don't know if he's referring exactly to sex, but you know, if he is for sure, you got to make much of time. And you know, from the first line, we get that. He says, Gather your rosebuds while you may, you know, like literally go do the things you want while you can, you know, and then old time is still flying and the same flower that smiles today and tomorrow will be dying because you don't know when you'll get the, the, the chance again. You don't take all these chances when when you can, because we're never guaranteed tomorrow. And even if tomorrow does come, that opportunity may pass us by. And. There's a lot of really good imagery here, too. You know, the, the next stanza says, The glorious lamp of heaven, the sun, the higher he's a-getting, and the sooner will his race be run, and nearer he's to setting. So this idea of the sun and, ha and have that being kind of like a spotlight, if you will. Like, the spotlight is on you right now at this moment, you know? Kind of like a metaphor for life. Like, you are alive right now in this moment. So what are you going to do with it? 
before your spotlight is over, before, you know, we die. Unless we discover immortality, which would be kind of crazy. And there's a little bit of a discussion of time, too, you know, like, particularly in the last stanza. But right before, the poet says, you know, that age is best, which is the first, um, when youth and blood are warmer, you know. I guess this idea that when you're young is when you feel invincible and, you know, you do whatever you can, but even when, even then, like, you always have the opportunity to change things, you know, to learn new things. Times still succeed the former, as they say. Then the final stanza, you know, wraps it up. He says, then be not coy, but use your time. And while you may go marry for having lost, but once you're prime, you may forever tarry. I'm assuming it's how you say that. Um, and I think this is this part is interesting because he is talking about time, but then he, you know, he says, and while you may go marry. I don't know if he means like marriage, but, you know, to poets, love is like a major theme, you know, like, so I guess he's saying like, you know, go, go find love, go figure something out, you know, go find that thing that I guess is so hard for people to find. And I think the interesting line is that the second, the second to last line and the last line are really interesting here because he says, for having lost, but once you're prime, you may forever tarry. Saying like, you know, even if, well, it's because the word tarry means, I just looked it up. It says, um, basically to be tardy or to linger, you know, so kind of like a warning saying like, you know, like, don't hesitate or don't be tardy because I guess even if you're, you are tardy in this, it may be too late, you know? So that's the poem, guys. Um, it really isn't a hard one to unpack, but I thought it would be an interesting one to share with y'all because like I mentioned earlier, it's been a hard year for everybody. And I know, especially for me being at home or just like locked in a room all day and not being able to see anybody or really have any human contact besides seeing my family is hard, you know, and it can be really discouraging. And sometimes you may think like, damn, bro, like life is so boring or, you know, life, you feel like life is passing you by. But I guess the point is, you know, don't feel that way and take any opportunity that comes your way. You know, like, even if it's not the most exciting thing, if it's something, it's something, you know, you can hit up an old friend, you know, you can try and learn something new. I'm trying to learn new things <laughs> during this quarantine, but just really try to make the most of your day, no matter what, you know, even if you're just spending your day watching Netflix, that's perfectly okay too. If you feel like that's how you're seizing the day, then I, you know, that's what I do a lot. So go for it. And it can, it's, it can be super draining, though. But, again, you can do little things to seize the day. And that's pretty much it, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed today's poem. And I will see you next time. I don't know when next time will be because your boy is still really busy. But we shall see. All right. Take care and stay bliss. See ya.